Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and today we're chatting with my friend, Travis Peters. I've actually never met Travis in person, but uh, we'll, in my interview with him, we talk about how we met virtually. I look forward to meeting him in person, but uh, guys, business is all about relationships, and it's just really cool how you can meet people virtually online anywhere in the world now because of this thing called the internet. But Travis is uh, just, he lives in Tulsa, just up the road from me. I'm in Dallas. I'm in the Dallas area. And so we need to get together in person, but I loved uh, hearing hit from him today. It was almost like I went to church and got encouragement from my pastor because he was talking about that. God wants us to be blessed. God wants us to uh, be able to have extra so that we can be blessings to those around us and give to those missions and causes that we have in our on our heart. And so I know you're going to love this episode because if you're an entrepreneur, uh, you'll just get a ton of encouragement. Travis has a really fun business journey. He started with an ice cream truck, did that for a few months and moved on to other things. But um, he once was telling the Lord, he was um, having a, a tough day in, in his business. And he told the Lord, I just want a stress-free business. And God told him, son, they don't make those. <laughs> so I know that you can identify with that because if you're in business, it feels like a roller coaster. It just, some days you're on top of the world and other days you're like, why in the world am I doing this? But God wants you to be successful. He wants you to have extra so that you can be a blessing. He wants you to be able to provide for your family. Uh, and so I know that if uh, any of that resonates with you, you're going to love this episode with Travis. Here it is. Travis, welcome to Streams of Income, man. Appreciate you doing Hi, this. My man, what's up, buddy? <laughs> so good to see you. Um, tell me, this, I love how you reached out to me. You, you heard me on Shane Sams's podcast and just sent me a Facebook message, right? Yes, I sent you a video message. Yeah, and I responded I, right away. I like, I need to know this guy. I was listening to, so Shane, I joined his program, I don't know, 2012, basically when it started, 2012 yeah. probably. Okay. And uh, he got me turned on to the idea of the membership model, monthly recurring revenue. Let's roll. Let's go. Like, I'm a big fan. And uh, so I, I feel like I owe a lot to him. I remember I paid him for a couple of years just because I wanted to say thank you for turning me on to the, like getting me into this world. Yes. Um, but recently I've been coming back to the membership model for all the right reasons. I heard you on his podcast mm -hmm. and you were talking about helping dads and you were a Christian and you want to help them um, and to create time freedom and financial freedom. And I'm like, oh, that's my boy. You <laughs> may have mentioned you're from Texas. I think I heard you were from, I think you said that. So I'm like, I'm, I'm just a few hours north in Oklahoma. Exactly. Uh, we actually love Texas. Like, I think Texas is amazing. It's, it's if I didn't live here, I'd live there. Yes. So, uh, I'm a big fan. Anyway, uh, I was like, I got to reach out to this guy. And so I think I'm, a lot of times in life, you don't have what you want because you don't ask. That's right. So I just, I just hit you up, gave you a compliment, told you I enjoyed it. Asked if we could chat sometime. I'm like, absolutely. Cause I chat, I mean, I just saw your Facebook profile, what you're doing. Like I need to know what he's doing and learn and uh, just learn from him and get together. So we did, we've chatted and several I, times over I, zoom. Ne never met in person yet. 
I think we're best friends for life at this point. That's right. <laughs> That's so true. BFFs. Yeah. That's right. And I've always, I've, guys, listen, you guys watch the, check out the YouTube video of this because he's got the coolest hair in the world and I'm envious. So your membership <laughs> needs to be how to have awesome hair. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Well, hey, funny you say that. So I actually went to my hairstylist. This is probably mm-hmm. a year ago and maybe, maybe longer. And I said this, I want to come by every single week. Mm-hmm. Like I want to always have that fresh cut. You know what I mean? Like if it feels good. Yeah. Um, I just want to, I want to live in this feeling. <laughs> so I came to earth. I proposed the idea. I want to come every Thursday at 9am uh-huh. and I want to pay you for the month. There's a membership right there. Exactly. That's what I was saying. And she loved it. Well, here we are year, year and a half ish later. Uh-huh. And she's slowly converted most of her customers to this model. That's incredible. And she loves it. And the customers love it because I pay, like I, I went in today, I paid for the month. Next time I go in, I'm in and out as fast as quick. Wow. Haircut time is shorter because you go in once a week yeah. and then you already paid. So it kind of feels yeah, free. Do you get, um, like, does she out. offer you any kind of a discount for paying up front like that? Yeah. A little bit of discount. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, oh my goodness. Tip for everybody out there. And if you're a hairstylist out there, it's been done wonders for her business. Oh man. I need to have her on. If you, would you think she'd be willing to come on as a podcast guest to talk about that? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I just think that's so cool because we think about what other, and I will get to your story, but that opens up like what other business models are like a hairstylist that could go to a monthly recurring revenue model. And it revolutionizes their business. Just one simple little switch like that. Most of them, Golly. most of them could or should be doing that and you were just doing it because you just wanted uh, the fresh look and now did you give her the idea of doing it for everybody else or did she make that connection like oh i should ask everybody else if they want that so there was a a couple of my friends that go and i said hey they would probably like this also yeah and so she told them about it and sure enough they signed up and then she took it from there oh and just so she she only does guys haircuts and okay. she's awesome i mean yeah you know what i'm saying but uh <laughs> She, she, yeah, she's phenomenal. And so she's got a great reputation and a lot of the guys who go there are higher performers, entrepreneurs, okay. business owners, you know, things like that. And, uh, we just, we love, we love this model, this lifestyle, this, this way of thinking, yeah, right. Yeah. Where it's like, I always want to stay fresh. Let's make things simple. Let's make things fast. Let's make things easy. Cool. <laughs> you give me a little discount. Let's roll. Let's do it. Oh um, you're great for everybody. Oh my gosh. You ought, you ought to see, ask her how much an annual plan would be. Cause then you might even get a bigger discount. And man, if she had several people paying annually, be a so nice little she, chunk of change that she'd get up front. She actually told me she has a couple people who pay for the year. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. I want to know more about her. Cause I think, I think Shane might even be interested in having her. He'd love that, that mm-hmm. the membership model for a salon. Owner. Yeah. Jeez, that's crazy. All right, let's get to you. Um, let's let me hear your story. Tell me about who you are. My, my audience probably doesn't know you yet. Um, so who's Travis? Yeah. Man, so I introduce myself when people ask, and I know this ruffles some feathers, but I like to challenge people. And uh, man, I usually introduce myself as the anti-Dave Ramsey. Mm. And that usually gets a response like, of like, oh, what's going on there? No, they're usually like, okay. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I mean, it's always a great competition. Sure. And, 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 and truth be told, I actually like Dave Ramsey. I like his style. I like how direct he is. I like, yeah. I like the guy. Right. So, yeah. but here is kind of my heart and my mission mm-hmm. 
is I believe that God has called us to a life of increase. I believe that he's called us to live a life where every day gets better than the last. And I noticed over the years when it comes to money and finances, man, Christians struggle. And, and here's, the, here's the honest truth. They have got a bad reputation mm-hmm. when it comes to finances. They're in the scene as broke, always asking you know, for handouts and poor little old me, I'm a victim and all, all these different mm-hmm. things. And from day one, I didn't grow up in church, which may in some ways be kind of give me a little bit of advantage. I started going to church when I was about 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. And from day one, I've really only had two pastors that I've submitted myself to since then. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, both of them have a standpoint of God wants you to win. Everything you put your hand to is going to prosper. I mean, if you're, in a, if you're in a job, you be the best. If you're in a business, let's go crush it. Let's go make a lot of money and then use that money to help a lot of people. Yeah. And so that's been ingrained in me since I'm 15 or 16. And I'm like, I'm all about that. And here I am, you know, I'm 38 now. I'm like, let's let's that's still my mission assignment call is to go make a lot of money and help a lot of people. Right. Let's be the radically generous people. God's called us to be. But it's really hard to do that when we're broke. That's right. Mm. Money matters. You guys, you guys, I mean, you're crowd smart and they know that like money matters really even as a especially as a christian money is super important we live in an economic world you all know this yeah let let's go use the divine financial advantages god gave his people mm-hmm. and let's go help a lot let's go make a lot of money and let's go help a lot of people let's go make an impact right that's awesome so when i say to the anti-dave ramsey it's just playing around just to catch a get a you know throw a hook out there and catch some attention. But really what I mean and why my teaching is different, I've got um, a program called Kingdom Money Mastery. There's a book that's coming out with it. There's an online course version, all these things. Um, I teach you how to, I'll put it this way. Um, Most other financial teachers, really in in the Christian world, the only advice out there, hey, man, Ryan, I really want to get ahead financially. What should I do? What most teachers would say, is you need to cut your expenses, cut your cable, man, stop going to Starbucks, uh, stop eating out, let's do groceries, downsize your house, you don't need a house that big, it's not going to make you happy, you can pay cash for a crappy car, cars don't make you happy, you need to <laughs> da, da, da. and I'm like, yo, that sounds awful, like, like uh, <laughs> I, I, ain't, I ain't about that, I ain't about that, life. like, it sounds like decrease. Yeah, that sounds like the opposite to me, uh-huh. the opposite of what I want. It doesn't sound like life in abundance to the full till it overflows. John 10, 10. It doesn't sound like Psalms 1, 15, 14. May the Lord your God increase you more and more, mm-hmm. you and your children. Deuteronomy 28, 11 and 13 says things like God will command a blessing on your storehouse in mm-hmm. all that you undertake. I will command a surplus of prosperity uh-huh. on you. I mean, like that doesn't sound like that to me, which is what I thankfully grew up learning from ages 15, 16 and above is that God is a God of prosperity and abundance. Which, don't get weird around that word, guys. Go If you go do a word study about the word prosperity in the Bible, I did it just the other day. I found like 15 or 16 new scriptures I didn't know about where it says God wow. wants to prosper you. Yeah, And it, and it simply means prosperity is an, a synonym for peace mm-hmm. in most of the translations. It's just another way to say you're in control. Yeah. Your debt's not in control. Your boss isn't in control. You have control. You have mm-hmm. peace. You have prosperity. And um, another way to look at it is just you've got more than you need. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean everybody is going to be multimillionaires, but you have more than enough. 
And I, I think all of us can wrap our heads around that. Like God wants us to live a life where we have more than enough. Yeah. And uh, I'm telling you, as a person who lives there now, it's a, it's a great way to live. I've lived both ways. Yeah. You, you've heard it said, Ryan, uh, I've been broke and I've been rich. Rich is better. Yes. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. That's yeah. the truth. And what's cool about your audience and, and about you guys is um, the wealthier you get, the more generous you get. Mm-hmm. A lot of Christians are scared of becoming greedy or I don't want more. I might become selfish. I might become greedy. You won't. You actually won't. I know, I know. Your heart's right now when you yeah. have a little bit, it's, your heart's going to remain. It's, it's, it's the heart. It's a matter of the heart, right? Your, your people love God. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's who we're talking to mainly, right? We're talking to, for the most part. I mean, uh, if you're here, I'll just put it, I'll make it, I'll make it general. If you are selfish and greedy now, you will also be when you have more money. Mm-hmm. I don't think you got anything to worry about. Because I think the person listening to this isn't greedy or selfish. I think they're actually yearning to be more generous. Yeah. Yeah. And as, as that increase comes, you will become more generous. I'm telling you, uh, it's like it says in the book of Acts, it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. It feels great to be radically generous. But that only happens when you live a life of increase. Yes. Um, and so I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll finish my little spiel on that with, by saying this. The financial teachers out there, they teach decrease, stop going to Starbucks, save the $5 a day, put it in an IRA. When you're 65, you'll, maybe you'll have a million dollars in there. Mm-hmm. What I teach is I'm going to transform you into the person who can go to Starbucks whenever they want, go get your coffee, go get your latte whenever you want, and stand up on a chair and say, hey, guys, this round's on me. I got everybody in the place. That's awesome. That's who I help create. I can transform you into that person. That's, That's different awesome. than what most people are teaching out yeah. there. And for, for somebody who's like, um, you know, deep in debt and some of the stories you hear, you know, that Dave Ramsey deals with, do you still feel like there's a place for um, cutting at, cutting unnecessary expenses? Maybe, yeah, downsizing that car. You know, you went out and purchased an Escalade at $100,000 and you're making $5,000 a month payments on that thing. And you're, you're overextending yourself. Is there a place for that teaching um, alongside of let's reduce your debt, but let's also change your mindset. So you think increase and not, is it just, is your, if your is your beef with some of these folks, just that it's only, it's mainly about cutting things. They don't teach you how to expand. That's a great way to put it. So I was preparing for a message probably eight years ago. And the Lord gave me this super clear sentence. Uh-huh. He said, Travis, it takes just as much faith, effort, and energy to increase your way out of debt as it does to decrease your way out of debt. Mm-hmm. And that perspective shift just flipped it for me. Yeah. So, so for the person who's deep in debt, maybe you overextended yourself. Maybe you bought some stuff that put you in a tough financial position. You got two options. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying one's right or one's wrong. I'm saying you can pick. You will, you can guess the way I'm going to pick, but you can pick. And it's really a, like Jesus said over and over, so be it as under your faith. Mm-hmm. If you have faith to decrease your way out, you can. If you have faith to increase your way out, you can. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you. I'm going to teach you the path of increase. So for the person who's like overextended themselves, um, I, I do teach in Kingdom Money Mastery. I do teach you how to do a financial audit. 
But what I teach there is how to cut those expenses that you actually aren't using. Yeah. That yeah. feels great. That yeah, feels great. But let me, let me tell you a story I saw on TV one time. Uh, this guy had just lost his, he lost his job, literally uh-huh. lost his job, totally unexpected. On the drive home, he calls, I mean, this is like just, I think someone saw him like HGTV or something. He, he calls his wife and says, honey, we're going to have to sell the home. I just lost my job. Mm. So instantly goes into fear mode, instantly goes into uh, decrease mode, cut mode, right? Wife, and she was trying to hold it together for the camera because, but she was just like super bummed. She was like, we just got in, this is like our dream home. It's got this, it has a stairway that curves. I pictured our girls going to prom and taking pictures on there. Uh-huh. Family yeah. events here in the dining room. It's big enough. We can finally host and like yeah. all these things. But then she goes, but I know that it's the wise move to do. He did lose his job. There's no telling if, when or if he'll get another one that pays that well. He's right. We need to go ahead and put it on the market. It's the smart thing to do. We're going to use wisdom. Mm. I wanted to like, <laughs> you know, like flip the table over. I'm like, you wuss. Like you need to get in favor right now. Like that's what I'm thinking, right? Like he instantly goes fear mode, instantly goes cut, instantly goes negative, mm. instantly goes bad. And, uh, and his, I mean, look at his, this is like my heart hurt for his wife. Right. Like the man of the house acts this way. Yeah. To the world, maybe that's wisdom. I think to God, I think they're like, yo, where's your, you, you have a little faith. What are you doing? <laughs> so I look at it. Like if, if you were in a spot where financially you feel a little bit underwater, here's your, I mean, use your opportunity to use your faith for increase. Yeah. All right, God, you see our situation. I honestly don't want to sell my car. I really like my Escalade. I don't want to downsize. This house is my wife's dream home. It's in our dream neighborhood. We love it. The kids have friends here. We're right next to our church. Everybody's plugged in. This is a community we want to be in. And yes, Lord, maybe I shouldn't have bought it yet or how I bought it because it's a little tight spot, but I'm believing you for increase. I'm believing that you're going to get me out of this. You show me what to do. You know, Matthew 6, says, seek the kingdom of God first. Mm-hmm. And then the Amplified, it tells you, it says the kingdom of God is his way of doing things and his way of being right. When you do that, he will add all the things of life to you. Mm. I'm like, okay, Lord, what do I do here? What's your way of getting out of this? Yeah. Well, we know that sowing seed and that giving will cause increase to come to you. Maybe I need to give my way out of this situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something like that. But see, most people ain't teaching that. Most people are just teaching you. It's almost like I want to say the easy way out. Mm. The easy way out is to go cut, go put your family in an apartment, go sell your car and drive an old beater. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, okay, if, if you want to do that, you can. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. And for people who think like me, you can come hang out with me and I'm going to show you how to get there. Yeah. That's kind of my, I'm going this way, guys. Y'all coming? Who's going with me? Who's going with me? I'm going up here. I love it. Yeah, God is a big God. He's got other he's got ways. Now he may instruct you to sell that Cadillac and and maybe maybe he instructs you to give that money and, and sow it somewhere that it becomes bigger. Maybe he instructs you to sell that and start a business. Um, who knows what God's right. going to call you to do? But you're right. There's so many so much opportunity right now that you know your first thought shouldn't necessarily be to let's let's cut everything and go live in an apartment. I remember. Uh... I hope you don't mind. I can tell stories for hours. Sure. Uh, uh, I remember a, and this illustrates my point here is a friend of mine. He was telling me that, so he, he had a steady secure job years and years ago. 
stay secure job, wasn't fulfilled, knew he wasn't supposed to be there. And he felt like God was calling him into the business world. And he was going to be a website freelancer. He learned how to build websites, really enjoyed it, made great ones. And he had a couple sales, but they're sporadic. So anyway, he feels like he's being obedient to the Lord, quits his day job, goes all in on this. Mm-hmm. He's super excited about it. He goes and meets with somebody. This is another Christian. He goes and meets with somebody and says, um, you're a, he was a, a, a freelancer also. He said, you're a freelancer. I want to come into this world. I'm super excited. I've got a little bit under my belt, but can you give me some advice as somebody who's been there? Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, yes, this is the best advice that's passed on to me and I'll pass it on to you. He said, cut everything, go super small, like cut your cable, cut your gym membership, like anything in your, any expense you have, go small because things are going to be lean for a while. Mm-hmm. And my friend, I was about to jump in and telling me this story because like, I'm already like, ah, like I already think that's in my perspective and my crazy Travis opinion, that's bad advice. Like, I want to say that I was about to say it, but I didn't have bit my tongue. And my friend continued with the story and said, that was the greatest advice I could have ever received because that's exactly what happened. Mm. Man, we struggled for like two years. It was horrible. I mean, it was like bill collectors calling. I'm so glad we at least eliminated what we did. Otherwise it would have been way worse. Mm. And again, I'm about to flip the table. I'm like, right, right. Like, right. Because what I see it is like, of, of, of course, of course, lean times came. You expected it to. Yeah. You planned for it. You prepared for decrease. Mm. You can't. You can't be surprised that you got it. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it was like the hardest two years of my life. I'm like, yeah, because you set that up. You spoke mm. it. You believed it. You had corresponding actions that prove you believe decrease was coming, yeah. and mm. you got it. So. <laughs> Uh, a, a B part of that is I, uh, when we moved into this home that I'm in now, so this home's, uh, 3,800 square feet. So I'll put it this way. Um, we moved here three ish, three and a half years ago mm-hmm. at the time, my wife was working on staff, uh, at our church uh-huh. and she felt like, and it, it had actually a pretty decent little paycheck with it. And she felt like she was called to do our church's internship program. We have a famous internship program. People fly in and move here and do it. It's a cool thing, but there's a tuition to it. So we lost her income. This was in May, lost her income and then added the expense of the internship program. Mm -hmm. Exact same month in May, we put uh, our two daughters. We have three now, by the time we had two, we put our two daughters into private school, two different private schools, actually. Wow. Same month. Also in that month, we bought this house. (laughs) <laughs> triple, little more than triple, almost quadruple the mortgage payment for this house wow. than the one we were in. Okay. Same month. Now, here's the other part you got to think about. So we basically six X our expenses, you okay. could say, and lost her income. Mm. But then now, because she's in this internship program, uh, I'm Mr. Dad, the driver. So I have to take both girls to two schools in the morning. Mm-hmm. and then pick them up at two different schools in the afternoon and then wash them for a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. I went from, uh, <laughs> I'll put it this way. We lost an income, six X our expenses. Mm-hmm. And then now I can only work from nine 30 to one 30. Wow. To try to figure out how to make yeah. that happen. Listen to the difference in the two stories between my friend and I, 
My friend expected decrease. Yeah. When I prayed about the situation, the Lord said, don't shrink back, mm. which is Hebrews 10, 35, 38, around there. Don't shrink back. We didn't cut anything. We didn't cut any expenses. We didn't, we didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And we thrived. Mm. I did not expect decrease. I expected increase. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many hours I can work. Yeah. Who said that determines how much money I make? Mm. The world told you that. God didn't tell you that. How did that look in the natural? What did you, um, what happened in your business that caused that to not be, for that to be totally fine? So I remember probably a week later, uh, I get a call from a guy who, who had an, a Facebook advertising agency, excuse me, a friend of a friend who had the ads agency. He said, my friend has this agency and he's got like two clients that he just can't figure out how to get it to work for. He's just stuck. Trav, you like advertising. This is your jam. Can you help him? I hopped on with the guy, saw exactly what he's doing wrong. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you just need to fix this, fix this. Guy talking to the wrong person here. And he was like, can you just do that for me? And I remember I didn't want to. I was like, I don't really want to take on clients like that anymore. And um, so this is at the time, it was three and a half years ago. This is the highest I'd ever quoted anybody. I said, uh, I would do it for $5,500. And he goes, here's my credit card. Like, please, can you start right now? Wow. (laughs) Yep. And then he had another one right after that. And then uh, this boosted my confidence. So I had another guy come along and I quoted him 7,500. And he was like, uh-huh. yeah, sign me up. And so I'm just like, oh, I raised my prices. Uh-huh. Only need to work with a handful of clients, right. three, four clients. And it covers all these expenses. <laughs> That's awesome. But I didn't shrink back. Yes. I didn't expect yeah. decrease. I expected increase. Yeah. Now it takes, it takes effort to get your faith there. You sure, got to sure. work on that. You're like, Travis, that, that's good for you, but I can't, I can't get my faith to that. Well, I'm only here because I worked on it. Yeah. Like I'm only at that level and there's more levels for me to go. Obviously uh, we're always increasing in our faith and increase all, all those things, but that's available to anybody who believes yeah. for it. So Jesus kept saying, so be it according to your faith. Yeah. Was there, I guarantee, um, talk about, I'm, I'm sure there was some, still some fear in the back of your mind, right? Or was there any like, um, like, God, you better come through on this or we're in trouble. Of course. Of course. I mean, I mean, and that's, I, you can recognize those thoughts and you know that those thoughts come from the enemy. Uh, if anybody needs help with that, if it's a negative, what am I going to do thought? That's not from God, yeah. but it's great to go to God. James 1, 5 says, man, if you need wisdom in anything, just go ask him and he'll yeah. gladly tell you. Mm. So there's times, man, as, you know, as a dad and a husband and as a business owner and a preacher, teacher guy, man, you need to daily be asking for wisdom. Yes. What do I do in this situation? What do we do here? Yeah. And, and the best part is he'll tell you. Yep. He wants you to win. That's he wants awesome. you to win. And all we have to do is, is that's where that seek the kingdom first. You had a great point earlier where it's like, God might tell you to sell the Escalade or to do, do it, take an action like that. And I think that's absolutely right. I think the key is we have to go to him first. Mm. Uh, uh, some of the classes I teach, you know, like if uh, talking to college students and a couple different things, it's like, man, if a situation hits you, let's say you get an unexpected bill mm-hmm. in the mail, a lot of you guys, what do you guys do? Man, you go call your daddy, you go call your mama, you go call your grandmama and kind of do that thing where you're like, oh yeah, this, this crazy thing happened. And right. you, you hope they're going to be like, oh honey, I'll send you a check. I'll send you some yeah. money. Right. right. Where you kind of worry your, your way over there and your mom steps in and pays for it. Yeah. Okay. When you get 
something crazy happens, you go to God first. Mm. That's what Matthew 6, 33 is about. Seek the kingdom first. Seek yeah. his way yeah. first. It talks about over and over, David inquired of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Go and inquire of him. What do I do here? Yeah. Then he might tell you, call your mama, call your grandma. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Let's set them up for an opportunity for blessing. But uh, let's go yeah. to him first, get our marching orders, get our instructions. Mm-hmm. And then we go take action. So a Rather lot of than just assuming, let's just cut everything. Because he yes. may tell you to do, he may, I mean, he may tell you to go to Financial Peace University and learn from that and get out of debt. And then you start a business and now you're prosperous. Or he may say, no, nope, I don't want you to do it that way. I want you to believe me for a business idea or a new job that's going to come along here. Um, yeah, that's good. And I'm all about getting out of debt. I'm all about that stuff. I, I don't necessarily see that as like this horrible, evil thing. I think you can use it as a tool correctly, all the stuff, right? But uh, I'm totally all about paying off debt, getting financial free, building big financial margin in your life. That margins where your freedom is like, I believe all that. I teach all that stuff. Um, it's just the difference on how you get there. Yeah. And, and uh, let me, let me just, let me just say these two more points about the decrease mindset, mm-hmm. because I think that's going to help a lot of people is the, it puts you on a path. And that path does not end where you think it ends. That here's the here's the best possible result for that path. Middle class lifestyle, middle class house. Middle, you might have some money in your four hundred one k because you worked a job you didn't like for forty five years. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, I mean, I, I I believe we all have access to live much longer than this. But in the natural, the average lifespan is like seventy seven years old or something. So you just saved and scrimped and scraped by until you were 65. So you spent 45 years living small. And now you have 12 years before you die to live it out and enjoy and retire or something. 12 years ain't very long. And when you're like 74, you're probably not going to be like skydiving like you wish you would or traveling the country in the RV like you thought or I don't know, whatever you planned. Sure. 12 years isn't very long. And I'll tell you this. If you were scared to spend money for the last 45 years, you're going to be scared to spend your money in those last 12. Mm. Yeah. I'm telling you, I believe you can come with me if you want. I believe there's a better way. Yeah. Uh, that's how I look at it. And yeah, let's pay off debt, but let's increase our way there. And yeah, let's do all these different things, but let's just believe God for increase. Ryan, can you tell them about the scripture you sent me? Oh yeah. It's uh, right here. I've got it on my folder. <laughs> That's right. right Isaiah 54. I look at it every day. I think this is in this is in the Passion Translation. Increase is coming, so enlarge your tent and add extensions to your dwelling. Hold nothing back. Make the tent ropes longer and the pegs stronger. Wait, is increase coming or is decrease coming? Which one? Does increase. Was that your opinion or was That's that God's word? That's what God says. <laughs> All right. So you get a pick. Whose report are you going to believe? Mm. You can watch the news and watch the market, and they're going to tell you decrease is coming. Mm-hmm. And if you believe it, so be it as under your faith. Mm. Faith, faith. In most cases, you can just replace the word faith with trust in most cases, mm-hmm. right? So, so be it, meaning you will get the result of what you trusted. So if yeah. you trust in the news headlines that decrease is coming, that's what you'll get. My friend trusted that other entrepreneur that decrease was coming. Mm-hmm. That's the report he believed. So it's the result he got. Yeah. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. I believe that scripture you just told me. 
more than I believe what the world's telling me. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. For most, people, this is, most people, this is like radical, like, whoa, you never heard this before. Some of you have heard us before. Um, other other preachers teach, you know, that God wants you to be blessed. And we're not talking about Travis, help me explain. I mean, and we're not talking about say everybody's a multi-million billionaire that you're supposed to get there and all that, but it's just God, you said it, God wants you to have more than enough so you can be a blessing. And I think most people in my audience are there. They, a lot of people start their Amazon businesses because they have a, a missionary they want to support, a church they yes. want to support, or they just want to support their family more. They want to have margin in their life. They want to be able to go on vacation. And so, yes. um, yeah, I believe God wants you blessed. I mean, that doesn't mean you, it, again, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter the size of your bank account. It's the fact that you have margin, that you're not yeah. working a job you hate, hating life, and you have more month than you have money left over and you know you, you you're stressed out and you have all these causes that you desperately want to help but you can't because you don't have the extra funds so that's freedom that's we're talking about that, that's that's freedom right there yeah absolutely and it, it blesses my heart just talking about like you know as a dad and let's let y'all know like as a dad so i've got three daughters i've been there for everything mm-hmm. i haven't missed anything i yeah. i drive them to school every day i take yeah. them to soccer practice like in the game, I don't miss practice, but only to make the games because I got to work or whatever. No, I'm at every practice. I'm at every game. I'm at every church event. I'm at every school event. Like yeah. I'm at all this stuff and I love it. And it's mm-hmm. because of built increase. It's because you can, you can start a business. Yeah. You can create this life that you want. That's what we talk about in one of my programs is creating the life you can't wait to wake up for. Mm. Available to anybody. That's awesome. Wow. What's more of your story, your own personal story of, of business, your oh, business man. journey. How, how long we got? Uh, <laughs> Probably put 15 it, more minutes or so. <laughs> okay. Well, odds are I'm going to go off on some kind of tangent and we won't get anywhere, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know me. Um, so I started basically, I remember this. I got my first job when I was 16. Uh-huh. And the instant I started working there, I thought, I don't want day jobs. Like day one, I was like, this is horrible. It was a pizza place. And mm-hmm. I was like, jobs are, no, this is not for me. <laughs> and so I had this, something in, in me told me that you don't have to live this way. Mm. I mean, well, also I just knew there's a thing as being an entrepreneur. Sure. No one in my family is an entrepreneur. Sure. Uh, don't come from money. Um, later on, I, I went to college for like a semester like, I don't have a college degree. Like, I have all the strikes against me. I didn't grow up in church. Like, all the strikes against me, right? Uh, I knew I didn't want a day job. And so, from that point forward, at age 16, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. And it just shifted. It, it kind of just gave you that, like, confidence of, like, oh, somebody has to own the business. Right. Somebody has to own the apartment complex. Yeah. Somebody has to own the house that we're renting. It can be you. Yeah. This is a great book, right? Like yeah. I kind of been going through it again recently. He's like, yeah. it's great. Um, I didn't really do anything in business. I had ideas and sure. would try a little bit of stuff here and there and, you know, that sort of thing. But when we got, I got married in 2010 uh-huh. and I started, I bought an ice cream truck. Oh, cool. I bought it. I bought it probably two months before we got married. Uh-huh. And uh, which was another weird season. I had a safe, secure day job. I quit it on my birthday, January 22nd, 2000. 
10. I got married in June. So I quit my safe, secure day job right before I got married. Wow. I remember it was a warm, unusually warm January day. And I went and I longboarded around my neighborhood. And I just thought it's the greatest day ever. Right. I was like, <laughs> I had no plan. I wasn't going anywhere. It was just a horrible job. The boss was horrible. I couldn't yeah. take it anymore. I just quit. And uh, <laughs> I love it. Like, like people be like, oh man, you should have used wisdom. You should have something lined up for it. Like, Maybe not. I don't know, but it felt great. And I've done yeah. stuff like that in my life several times. And I kind of yeah. enjoy jumping out without a parachute, if I'm honest yeah. with you. Um, so, but I remember a, I read a friend of mine, my roommate at the time had the book four hour work week. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't read it, it changes everything for you. Most people assume they know what that book's about from the title. You don't know. You don't get it. It's not about the title. It's about so much more. He picked that title because he tested titles and that one sold the most. And then he picked mm-hmm. it. But if you go read that book, it changes how you see life. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that he said, and I marked me, was he used a technique on if you're afraid to start your business, this is going to help your people. If you're afraid to start a business or take a risk, he said this. He said, calculate the cost of inaction. Most people don't do this. Calculate mm-hmm. the cost of inaction. And so what he did was he said, let's, let's, let's assume the worst case scenario happens. Let's say you start this business, you borrow a bunch of money and it fails. You have to file for bankruptcy. You have to uh, sell your house and the bank repossesses your car. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst case that could ever happen. Right. And even that happening, it's not really going to happen, but like pretend it could get yourself there. Imagine what would happen. Yeah. And he said, now look at it realistically for a minute. Okay. Um, things go south and now you have to go rent a home for two years. Mm-hmm. Not that big a deal. You've rented before. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Uh, let's say you can't pay your bills for four or five months. Well, it'd be a bummer, but you could put it on credit card four or five, six months on credit card. You'd be all right. You'll, you'll work. I mean, in the grand scheme of life, he's like, life's pretty long. Mm-hmm. You've got time to recycle and reset a few different times. And then he said, let's say they take your car away. No, well, I mean, okay, you probably go buy something, three, four grand. Like, this gets you from A to B when you get back on your you know, feet back under you and start your job back up or keep working the business. Like, and we did that. He's like, so the worst, I didn't say the worst thing that happens in your entire life, your life would be maybe on a scale of one to 10, a four or a five. Mm-hmm. If the worst case scenario happens, a four or five, yeah. you still have your family, you still have your friends, you still have your church, you still have your stuff. Like, and the other thing about that is it would actually be temporary. It would be a temporary four or five worst case scenario. Yeah. But let's say your business works. What would happen then? Let's say it takes off. Let's say you're a millionaire by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Let's say you pay off your debts. Let's say you go pay off your parents' house and their car. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're crushing it and you're employing people and you're fulfilled and you're doing your thing and then you start buying investments and you pay off all your debt and you're living the dream. Essentially, you could be living at a 10, but you're unwilling to risk a temporary four or five in order to possibly get to a 10. And when I read that, I was like, oh, I'm in. Like I went and bought an ice cream truck like two days right. later. Yeah, and you may already be at a four or five right now anyway, trying to decide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. it, it just hit me. And then the, the ending part of calculating the cost of an action is like, okay, can you really go another six months 
where you're at right now? Could you go another year? Can you imagine five years from now if nothing changes because you didn't take a new action? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I can't. I cannot. I could not go five more years like this. Yeah. Mm-mm. And it's not like I was miserable. I was just like, I maybe it's the way I'm wired or something. But yeah, uh, I'm about increase and advance and progress. And if I feel like I'm plateaued, that's painful to me. Yeah. Mm. So at the time I felt plateaued and it was painful. So I remember um, I borrowed like $10,000 uh-huh. and got, got an ice cream truck, decked it all out, did all the stuff. <laughs> I actually had a unique selling proposition uh-huh. and I went out and it was a fun little season. I actually only kept it for like four months. Okay. And then I sold it to another entrepreneur oh and gosh, awesome. I got in and out real quick and it was a fun experience. I think I probably broke even on it, but it was a great time yeah. and it built my confidence. And it yeah. was like, oh yeah, you can do stuff. Like, mm. like I don't know, it's got that taste for it. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> right. Shortly after that, I learned about online business. Okay. And I like that a lot better. Uh, I've always had that dream of staying home, working from home, yeah. that whole deal. And I was, because I read the four hour work week. I, I knew how to look for opportunities. It teaches you how to look for opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so I saw an opportunity on TV. I saw a product that I wanted to buy. I went to try to find it, found almost nobody was selling it. And then I went to Google. I saw how many people were also searching for it. There was a huge amount of, of searches and like three suppliers. And you had to go to page like four of Google to find them. Mm. That's an opportunity. Yes. And yes. so I went and I YouTube stuff. I read every blog post you could. I listened to every podcast. This is, this is 2011-ish, 2012-ish, right? So it wasn't as much available as there is today. And so I'm like hardcore. I'm feeling like I'm fighting feelings, like feeling like a bum because I don't have a job, but my wife's at her job teaching. Mm-hmm. And I'm like at home trying to be a good provider and a new husband. And I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? Right? The enemy's throwing all those thoughts. Like, you're an idiot. What are you doing? Go get a job. And I'm like, no, I want this. Type in research in. Okay. I started, I I built a free website on Uh Weebly.com. I don't even know that's still a thing, but it's like Squarespace and Wix, Weebly.com. Yes. Then I didn't know how to market my product. So I I went and I scraped emails. I literally Google searched the companies I think would want it, found an email on their website and sent them a cold email. And I just made a deal or I'd send 20 of those a day. Well, like a week later, Somebody bought. Wow. And then like a couple of days later, somebody else bought. And I was like, okay. And then next thing you know, I found two places that would buy from me continually. Wow. Over and over again. And so I'm starting to make, you know, maybe, maybe 1500 bucks a month on the side profit. Uh-huh. And then it got a little bit higher, two grand sometimes. And some uh-huh. months it was like 3,500. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay. I, rem- I remember uh, one day making like $2,000 in a day. And my wife, who was a teacher goes, that's bigger than my one month salary. Wow. He's like, how come nobody told me going to college and all this stuff doesn't pay that well? And, like she did the <laughs> traditional college, you know, traditional yeah, route. Yeah. She quickly found out there's a better way. Yes. And so, um, you know, and there's some bumps and stuff. I don't want to make it sound like it's this ultimate fairy tale because there was like all the craziness and go with that. I mean, oh, sure. Uh, I can tell you some horror stories and crazy customers and all the stuff that you got to, yeah. you got to have thick skin around. I remember one time, uh, this, this might help somebody out there, but, 
I remember having mad customers and someone want refunds and stuff. I can, you know, cause the shipping got messed up. It wasn't my fault and all these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I stepped outside and I was like, God, I just want a stress free business. Mm-hmm. And he immediately goes, they don't make those. <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah. And turned right back in there and got back after it. Yeah. What I need to hear. They don't make those. I don't make those. Okay. Yes, sir. Right. Thick skin. Thick skin on. Yeah. Got to be an entrepreneur. All right. Let's go. Uh, that's that might help somebody out there. That's good. They don't uh, and, and then, I mean, I'll fast forward. I know I can talk forever, but things begin to progress. Um, I got into, it's almost like this, this uh, progression of like, you find out things that are better. So <laughs> ice cream truck was okay. Drop shipping was better. Yeah. Uh, then from there, I got really excited about online courses. Uh, mm-hmm. Profit margin is basically 100% besides yeah. maybe some advertising. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I like this model. I learned about the membership model. I yeah. began to teach. I'm a teacher. That's my gift, right? I, I love teaching. And then I started to transition into teaching um, about faith and finances and what yeah. the Bible yeah. says about increase and these types yeah. of things. And I realized I wanted to merge the two. So it's, it's preaching and teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, it's, there are practical steps, practical sides to it. Yes, uh, yes. The Bible talks about, you have to have faith plus action. Mm-hmm. And so I teach both. That's awesome. uh, A lot of places either have one or the other. I want to make sure you've got the faith you need, the spiritual development you need, but also the action steps that you need. Mm-hmm. And so again, I could, I could talk for hours, but we're going to fast forward. I have to um, have you back on. <laughs> I, I, I could definitely do a part two. Um, I, I went to a journey of doing client work and helping uh-huh. clients where I could charge her a higher ticket, as we learned a little bit earlier in the story yeah. and uh, uh, charging up to sometimes I think the highest I ever got to was like $12,000, 12,500 for some things. And uh, then I did coaching and consulting and one of the big yeah. online firms hired me and travel, you know, send me around. I'm teaching from stages, coaching millionaires and decade millionaires. And uh-huh. learning, I'm learning from them too. They're learning yeah. from me, making friendships. And it's really just been a really fun That's cool. journey. Wow. And uh, here we are today. And I've gone all in on teaching uh, what I call the increase method. Mm-hmm. And so we've got a, a program. We've got Kingdom Money Mastery. Uh, we've got a, books coming out and we got lots of courses. We have inside there's the the financial increase challenge. We have the discover your purpose challenge for people who are feeling like unfulfilled. What do I need to be doing? How do I find that call in my life? We got you covered. Yeah, we work yeah. on your, on your money mindset inside of the increase challenge. And um, it's just this great ever growing library of these kingdom minded trainings. Yes. Where can people find you? Um, the best place is you can go to the increase method.com and you can kind of see all the stuff that we're about uh, that'll hook you up with our podcast and our YouTube channel. I'd love if you guys would come check me out on YouTube. That's my favorite place to be. I'm putting out content multiple times per week. It's basically a a massive library. I try to make my free stuff better than most people's paid stuff. So I think you're really going to like it. And I'd love to meet you and hang out with you. Love it. Well, give us some encouragement. I mean, this has been awesome. It sounds like we just went to a church service. So let's take up an offering and go home. Um, <laughs> what is, uh, what would just some encouragement for the entrepreneur? Cause you know what it's like, it, obviously uh, you talked about some of the the highs and you talk, you know, that God told you that, you know, there's lows, stress-free, stress-free business does not exist. There's going to be some downtime. So talk to the entrepreneur who's just struggling right now. Yeah. 
Um, actually, this is a, a like a word the Lord encouraged me with about a month ago. So I want to share it with you guys. Yeah. It's simply this. Expect it to work. Mm-hmm. That's good. Expect what you're doing to work. There's multiple promises that says everything you put your hand to will prosper. And I was reading in, in Genesis 39, I believe, the story of Joseph. Mm-hmm. And it says this a couple different times. It says, because the Lord was with Joseph... He prospered in all he did. Yes. And that, uh, I started putting my name in there. Yeah. It's even more powerful using your name than even saying the word to me. I started saying, because the Lord is with Travis, everything he does prospers. Mm. And I realized I'd kind of gotten, I didn't realize accidentally, but I kind of shifted into this. Let me try this and see if it works mentality. Mm. And I've kind of lived that way for a long time. There's necessarily anything wrong with that per se, but I think there might be a better way to do things. Mm-hmm. And it's taking that perspective of this is going to work. This is going to work. And I've, I've written that down. It's on my whiteboard. I've got no cards. It's like just on my phone, just a constant reminder of, Hey, Travis, it's working. Yeah. It's working. It doesn't feel like it's working. Look at the data. Hey, it's working. Mm-hmm. It's working. Stick with it. It's working. Good. You might have to shift a little bit. You might have to pivot and adjust just a little bit, but keep going. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. And just that new perspective shift has just helped me. It's kept me fired up. It's kept me encouraged. It's kept my faith high. It's kept my hope high. And those things are absolutely vital as an entrepreneur. You have to keep your hope level high. Otherwise, you know, a lot of it, like, here's a huge red flag. Anytime you feel like, ah, what's the point? It means your hope is low. Yeah. And when your hope's low, your faith's going to be low, and then your actions are going to be low. You're going to take the wrong Absolutely. action. But yep. if you keep your hope high, everything else can fall into place. So if That's you expect good. this to work and you tell yourself it is working, mm. your hope will stay up. And when you do that, everything else can fall into line. And it's just a matter of time before you see the tangible results of those mm. actions. That's good. Amen. Hope it helped you. We'll dismiss you all. <laughs> we'll have lunch now <laughs> all right awesome. travis thank you so much man let's have you back because this is so good we could go deeper and i know you probably got some really cool stories to share and just of uh things that went right things that went wrong that will encourage people and keep them going down this entrepreneurial journey awesome man thanks for having me on of course bye bye everyone see you next week